Hello and welcome to the Cadaver Lab Podcast, Episode Six. I am Mike, and I am Sam, and that's it. And that's all we've got tonight. So I, I mean, I don't know how many of you just love Paul like I do. I love him on my lap. <laughs> yes. You know what, Sam? <laughs> there, there's not much that you don't love on your lap. That's that's a true statement. Jeff has actually started school this uh, fall, and which is kind of blows. Glad I'm done. Don't have to deal with that anymore. Man. But Paul is not feeling well. Yeah, it's been a little while since he hasn't been feeling well. Yeah, he, he's been sick for two weeks. But if you ask me, I think he just doesn't want to go to work or anything. You know, I think he got... I know what's wrong with him. Well, let's hear He it. got infected with a little Pazuzu. <laughs> you know what? I've seen you he hangs out with, and uh, some of those dudes probably have huge Pazuzus. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just oh, sorry, guys. It's terrible. But, uh, yeah, we are excited to bring you horror comedy today. Uh, Sam and I, hopefully we can do a good enough job for you guys. Oh, they were great movies. Yeah. So. We, I actually have a lot of business to talk about today. and So let's just get right into it. Any, You have anything else to say? No, nah, I think about it. Let's go for it, man. Okay, so now we are, we're in episode six. We, we've got a little bit, you know, some feedback from some people. We're doing what we can to try to make the podcast better every episode. One of the things that that people have been asking for is some user feedback or some listener feedback. I figure that we'll go ahead and start with that. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. Is that, is that a good to start with or should we end with? No, I think it's good. Let's stick, No, because it's, it's probably emails about stuff that we've already talked about. And it is. So, so I think we ought to do that. You know what? Let's start off the show with a, a listener voicemail. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Y'all calling about your episode about The Exorcist. I saw The Exorcist when I was like eight years old. Couldn't sleep. My parents were sleeping. I went downstairs and I watched it on a late night movie. It was even the edited version. I couldn't sleep for about five days after that. A couple years later, I watched it again on HBO. And same thing happened. And that was about 25 years ago. And I have not been able to watch that film Ever since. Now, I've seen every horror film known to man, and no film has ever affected me like that one has. The only film that ever came close was The Blair Witch Project, which I saw on opening night in the movie theater. It pretty much came close to affecting me the same way. Now, I have The Exorcist on my queue in Netflix, and I have every intention of giving it another shot. Hopefully, I can take it a lot better this time. I'll have to watch it during the day or something. So anyway, guys, I just, that was the first episode I listened to of your show. I liked it a lot, and I think I'm going to continue listening, so keep it coming. Thanks a lot. Peace. Wow. That sounds scary. No, what's funny about that is that, you know, that guy sounds a lot tougher than the pussy he made himself out to sound like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Well, you know what? Here's the deal. If, if that The thing is, is, that movie did the same thing to me, and we're just teasing. It's, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding because you sounded tougher than hell. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, it's funny about The Exorcist. I remember watching that, and, uh, you know, you always hear how scary it is and stuff. But I ended up, I was up at scout camp, camping in the woods uh-huh. in the middle of the night right. in my own tent. No scouts in my tent. Right. Uh, I, was, I was in my own tent, and I was watching this at midnight. Really? And, it, you know, it wasn't, I mean, it didn't freak me out or anything. I didn't worry that the devil was going to get me out in the woods. But it's funny to hear that people need to watch it during the middle of the day and stuff like that. I mean, it was definitely good Well, and scary, let's put but- it this way. And you know what? I think when we listened to that, I heard you I heard you laugh at the Blair Witch Project. I think I'm the only other person that I know 
that got scared by that movie. I really got scared during the during the movie. Did you? Okay. But once it was over, it's like I didn't. I never see anything scary. The scariest part was when they're looking out in the woods and you're just expecting to see something right. horribly creepy, and it never happened. So I guess you know after the movie was over, I'm like, I, that that movie's never going to scare me. Listen, again. well, of course. You know, I went in there and just like just like this guy, I uh, went and saw it in the theater. I had heard nothing about it. In fact, it's kind of weird that it had such a big internet buzz, and I hadn't. I had heard none of it. I went in there basically just knowing that it was a horror movie and uh, you know about some legend back east, and that was it. Well, and I think I had heard something about it doing really well up at the Sundance Film Festival or something. Right. But I had seen it early on enough that people were like, this is a true story. It, exactly. So I kind of thought, well, you know, curiosity was, well, maybe it is. And so I was watching, so you're watching like, I wonder if this is real. Well, you know, I did. I don't know if I went that far, but I, I will say that the whole time I'm, I'm got what was that? What was that? The main girl's name? I think her name was Heather. Something I don't, I, I don't remember. Anyway, the whole time I'm thinking, "Oh my, what a bitch!" Yeah, shut up, shut yeah. up. And I was, you know, I wasn't pissed, but then I got to the end part, and all of a sudden, I, I just got freaked out. All of a sudden, I got a big lump in my throat right when yeah. they dropped the camera at the end. Spoiler. Right. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> did you ever see the second one of that? I did. I did. That was horrible. It was kind of dumb. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. Well, I didn't understand it. Of course, that's probably a common theme through my comments or any of the podcast. <laughs> I don't get it. No. You know what? If you didn't get that, you're either a truly a monumental dumbass or <laughs> you were trying to look too deep into it because there was really nothing to it, I think. Yeah. I, think it was I just I think I remember being confused about some girl in a closet. Oh, naked. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that stands out. But I got confused <laughs> about what was going on with that. But it's been a long time since I've seen it, so maybe the confusion got cleared up. I don't know. No. And sorry about uh, the whole comment there, Sam. I deserve it. That was it. mean, dude. I deserve it. That was mean to say to him. Oh, oh no, yeah, he yeah. doesn't deserve that. No. Dude, that guy could break legs with that voice. No, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I just was making it. It was meant to be a comment that would make him feel better about himself. Well. Because I'm saying he's tougher than what he made himself sound like. Let's put it this way. If we don't apologize to him, he's going to send over Jimmy the Hat to break our kneecaps. So. <laughs> no, we appreciate the feedback and stuff like that, and, and you're not the only one that, that has expressed that the exorcist really scared him. So No. Um, Anyhow, so let's move on with some of the feedback. I'm still feeling this is weird at the beginning of the show. Is that why? Because there's only two of us. Yeah, maybe maybe it's just that there's two of us today. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do on break, but <laughs> there's only two. There's of only us. two of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, this opens up all sorts of possibilities. <laughs> so when you're listening to, we, we've got uh, we're gonna play one uh, bumper for a different show during that. And just know it's going to go out like this. Oh, oh, you oh. stopped it. Okay. We talk about the Dried Blood Podcast and James, uh, who is out there in New Mexico. So he's out in our neck of the woods. He's uh, Right by Roswell, right? Santa Fe. I don't know how oh. close that is to Roswell. So, uh, you know, we email back and forth and just kind of give each other feedback. And he's a great guy. He, it's funny. He sent this email to me. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and read it. I wanted to let you and your compatriots know that I loved your Three Mothers Argento episode. You really did a great job breaking down those movies, and I am a huge Italian horror fan. Now, James, I never would have guessed that you're a huge Italian by your <laughs> accent. <laughs> I have everything from Crystal Plumage to the present on DVD, and most of Fulci and Bava's collection as well, among others. I really enjoyed hearing some fresh blood and people getting into Argento for the first time. 
Uh, be sure to put the Beyond and Zombie 2 on your list to share with your partners as well. I would like to stick up for Argento and say that he has had some good recent entries like Trauma and Stendhal Syndrome, among others. But I consider him a horror maestro. His team up with Romero on Two Evil Eyes was great also. Anyway, I do still plan to send some audio for you guys this week. Sorry I've been busy and I have a surprise up my sleeve as well for you. Thank goodness it's up his sleeve. Yeah. Thanks again and keep doing a great job. Take care. You know, uh, we had some action on the on our forums talking about how Argento's more recent work wasn't as good as his old classic stuff. James mentions a couple of movies that I actually have, but I've never seen in Trauma and Stenhall Syndrome. I got those movies and I didn't even know they were Argento. So I don't know, maybe we'll have to check those out. Hmm. It, it's hard for me not to like one of those movies just because... Uh, one, especially one of Argento's, just because no matter how dumb or how cheesy it is, the atmosphere is always pretty good, and I, I, I'm really forgiving on Italian acting. I don't know why. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not. It's not just Italian acting, but in those, in that case, the acting's not all. It's not very solid in some cases, and I don't know. I'm pretty forgiving of it. Well, and you know, I'm going to go ahead and admit something that probably people don't know. Well, let's hear it. I, I haven't been into a lot of the older horror movies so these are all new a right. lot of the ones we watched i mean a couple that we've that we're talking about today i've seen because mm-hmm. i've seen some of the newer stuff so well, we're doing more recent movies today than we have in a long right. time but but you know i'll tell you for me the journey so far when, when we're talking about some of these older movies i'm having a good appreciation for those and i, I really enjoyed those three yeah so i mean i, I would definitely go check out more argento films, oh absolutely just, just because i've seen the, the three mothers and they were great oh yeah yeah but anyway uh, oh, and I was going to mention that uh, over at the Dried Blood podcast last week, James reviewed a movie called Truth or Dare, A Critical Madness. Now, have you ever heard of that movie? No, I haven't. Yeah, well, neither had I. Oh, really? And James- Is this the one that you put up on, on the front page of, the, of our website? Did the review on that you said was really funny? Oh, no, that was okay. uh, Brutal Massacre. Oh, okay. That was a good movie. This one, the, the Truth or Dare, is probably the worst, <laughs> best movie I've seen. Really? It was so uh, terrible that I laughed my balls off oh, the whole really? time. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, but uh, I just want to tell James, I appreciate him telling me that movie because it was completely <laughs> crappy and I loved it. We also have, well, I've been emailing back and forth with Corey Graham at the Midnight Podcast. He has been awesome. He's a big supporter of the show. First of all, the Midnight Podcast is probably one of the biggest horror podcasts that are out there. I don't know of any who probably have a who have a bigger fan base. I mean, there's a few others like horror, etc., and stuff like that that get a lot of respect. But uh, the Midnight Podcast is it was pro- is one of the most popular full on, and he's been nothing but nice to us. So I know that you're already listening to that one over there. But if you happen to not be, which I could not believe, but get over there. Uh, actually, a lot of big changes have happened over there, I, and they've happened fairly recently. Root Rot, the main host, has actually left the show. So oh, really? It's, yeah, it's Corey Graham. This guy does a great job. I mean, it, the funny thing is, is he's probably been helping out uh, since I've been listening to it. I'm a fairly new listener to really to podcasts in general, but especially to the Midnight Podcast. So everybody go over there. He's, he's been nothing but awesome to us. Wish him luck over there doing it by himself for a while. I don't know if he's planning on doing it all himself or if he's planning on finding somebody else to do it. But we wish him all the best. Hey, have you uh, have you heard of a, a podcast site called Pseudopod? I have heard the name. I think what it is is 
a bunch of short stories read yeah. by yeah I, I've actually I, I went to it. Well, uh-huh. I just downloaded it, but I haven't listened to it yet. Uh-huh. But it was kind of interesting because they have like some of the introduction of, of some of the stories, so you can read it and see if it's something you want to download. Oh, really? I think is what it was. But uh-huh. they were saying I was reading about on the about page. This is this shouts out to anyone out there who's creative enough to write stories, right? Um, but but it, it says that they pay their authors, but then really? it's free to download it. So. You know, if you've got some stories or something like that, you may want to check that out. If you're, if you're I wonder, writing, I wonder or, how that works. I don't know, but I, you know, that that may be something to check out. I was going to listen to it and see if it was worth me reaching out to contact contact Pseudopod. It's actually a podcast where people with real talent and creativity <laughs> flock to. Well, but it's it's people that are exploiting those people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I need to check on more information before yeah, we're, I get started. We're gonna have to, Sam's gonna have to check his sources on <laughs> yeah, that exactly before he gets his balls kicked. <laughs> uh, you know, I think I've said balls kicked two or three times already. Sorry, guys. You said you laughed your balls off. So oh, yeah. So uh, there's been two ball injuries so far. Yeah. I apologize. That's all right. We'll move through this a little bit quicker. I hate to I hate to spend all day talking about feedback that we've got, but uh, we had a listener named Justin send the following email. Hey guys, first of all, I've got to say, love the show. It's currently the only horror podcast I subscribe to and one of the funniest podcasts I've ever listened to. Uh, <laughs> let me let me just stop there and say, go out and, and get uh, Horror Etc., Dried Blood, Midnight Podcasts. They're all probably a lot better than this one anyway. <laughs> so uh, he said he just listened to the Three Mothers episode and he had a few things to say about it. Uh, number one, the scene in Inferno where the girl's in the library and comes upon the room with all the witchcraft-looking stuff. I think the substance in the cauldron was actually supposed to be binding glue for repairing the bindings on old books. Oh. Uh, he says he might be wrong, just a personal assumption. What do you think? You know, I, it very well could be. And, yeah. and maybe that's, you know, maybe you can take it two ways that, that it's the binding glue, but you can definitely mistake it for a witch's cauldron. I mean, well, right. It was, it was well. It was on. A, it was on like a like a fire. I don't know, but no. That, I mean, that's a good point. It makes I guess. sense. I mean, to it's have in a library some kind of and someone's down there binding station. books and repairing them, so that makes sense. But it was in a witch's cauldron. So whether that was on purpose or they're trying to set the tone, uh, you know. Well, anyway, so we'll go on. Number two, I figured you guys already know and just didn't mention it on the show, but the arms of the killer in Suspiria actually belonged to Dario Argento, from my recollection. Third, I'm a little jealous that you guys have seen The Mother of Tears and I haven't. Well, let's go over number two real quick. Uh, you know, he actually, uh, Dario Argento actually does uh, a lot of just the, the murder hands in a lot of his movies. Oh, really? Including The, uh, the Mother of Tears. And as far as the, uh, having seen The Mother of Tears, it's been out. I think it's been put out in other countries. In fact, I know it has. But uh, it comes out, I think, the 23rd of September, so it's, it's here pretty quick. Oh, cool. I agree that the soundtrack for Suspiria is amazing. Maybe my favorite movie soundtrack ever. In fact, I have a special three-disc release of Suspiria that has a soundtrack for a movie on one disc. I downloaded the whole thing, and I've, I've probably listened to it two or three times on my iPod since I've downloaded I, it. I need to get a copy of that because I really yeah. like that. When I was listening to our last episode, uh-huh. um, I really like that music even going back because I think the copy I, of the movie I had was, uh-huh. wasn't all that great. But listening to it on my headphones, well, I, the, it was awesome. Definitely, it was a lot crisper. Oh, yeah. On the thing. Anyway, I liked it. On the subject of Dario Argento movies, I happened to watch Phenomenon last weekend. And I've got to say that that was a great movie. I'm a big Donald Pleasance fan, and I was gently surprised. Excuse me, greatly surprised to see him in it. Not quite as surprised as I was after watching the ending, though. Nothing better than monkeys with straight razors. <laughs> Have you seen Phenomenon? It's good, and it actually has Jennifer Connelly in it. Phenomenon, isn't that with? Uh... No, 
You're thinking uh, stupid ass. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm thinking of uh, Grease Monkey. What's his name? John Travolta. Yeah, thank you. No, no, this okay. one's a lot better. Yeah, this is last part is, is the best part of this email. He says, uh, <laughs> "When I was sitting in my truck listening to the podcast yesterday, I got to the part where we where you played the Suspiria theme, the one with the bells, and all of a sudden a cloud moved in front of the sun and it got kind of dark. Then the wind picked up all of a sudden." And he says in, in uh, parentheses, I live in Texas, so it was just the aftermath of the hurricane that hit Louisiana. Uh, it fit the song perfectly. In fact, it was just a little creepy. What he doesn't understand is anytime you play that song, it happens. <laughs> Dude. So, so use that knowledge and that power wisely. Only listen to that at certain times, man. You know, maybe you know, maybe it's okay to listen to if you've got like a rain issue or it's too dry. But <laughs> so... We also had a, a listener named Nick send one more in. So here's the deal. We, fo- we got all the winners of the death scenes. We, all of them have been won so oh, far okay, up good. to this point. We'll play one later on in this episode. Nick actually won one. And he said, cool, I've never won anything in my life. Oh, excuse me. And my wife said that watching all those horror movies would never pay off. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're going to be disappointed when you get the prize <laughs> dist. <laughs> but it's a good thing that watching horror movies is a prize... In and of itself. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Putting out the show is enough to get, but he, he says he appreciates the prize. Well, you know, we appreciate you listening. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, now, we want to we have a little motivation. I mean, yeah, it's, exactly. nothing, it's nothing huge that you're going to get, but yeah. I mean, at least it shows our appreciation that, you know what, you listened, you, you got it right, you contributed to the show. So and that, and that's what it is. We... We want to get more contributions to the show from listeners, you know, feedback, your ideas. And, and actually, we'll get into that a little bit more. Okay. The, oh, we've got a, I've got a lot of business That's to right. talk about. And so, sorry, if you can bear with me in the beginning here. Uh, he said, just a suggestion for more info on Evil Dead. Bruce Campbell's book, If Chance Could Talk, is great, uh, which I already have and I own and I've read. Hmm. It's actually really funny. It's a biography and uh, it's really funny. Uh, and also for Friday the 13th, the book, The History of Camp Blood, is really detailed. And huh. uh, so I actually went out and bought that book. And uh, On that recommendation? On this recommendation. Oh, cool, man. And it's now, I just got done reading Keith Latch's uh, Cemetery Things, which, by the way, dominates. So go out to keithlatch.com and buy it. We've actually also got a lot of feedback from the forums. And I want to thank both Dr. Smirnoff. And uh, Big Winters for getting on those message boards, the forums, and uh, really making them work. And we encourage everybody to go out there. Go to cadaverlab.com. There's a forum link there. It'll pop up a window. And, you know, one thing I actually wanted to mention, we were getting porn spammed like it was our job on that one. man. I'd go check out the forums, and there would be every, you know, there were all sorts of porn on it. So, unfortunately, what I had to do is I had to go in and change the security settings so that... Uh, an administrator has to approve every new account that's created, and I try. And, and, and I've been doing that. We've actually had probably around fifteen porn people try to get on. That I've made sure that they didn't have a chance to get on there. So bear with me there. Get on the forums. I would really appreciate it. It's fu- it's, it's pretty fun to go out there and just chat about. Yeah, just um, lay it on out there. Yeah, it's fun. Just I just wanted to apologize. I wish it didn't have to be that way, but there's some douchebags out there that feel like they can take advantage of other people's work and screw other people's good times. So uh, don't get me going uh, yeah. going off on that. Uh, but we've had a lot of feedback about uh, ideas for the show. And this next one is actually very fitting for what I, I almost went on a rant. <laughs> La- I guess last episode, was it last episode where we talked about Cloverfield and I went off on yeah. Yeah, I how so. I hated that movie? Yep. 
And that actually sparked some uh, conversation up on the forums. Uh, Dr. Smirnoff suggested that we should do a one-minute rant on the show. I like so, it. Just to go off on uh, something that I guess pisses us off. I like it. He, he also mentioned... Can I do one right now? <laughs> yeah, sure. I want I wanted to give a shout-out to any of, of dumbasses <laughs> that leave their shopping carts out by the curb instead of taking it back to all the many <laughs> shopping carts. Are you places. kidding me? Listen. I, I'm going to start yelling into the microphone because there's nothing that pisses me off more than these people that are too lazy to take their carts back to the stupid shopping cart thing. They leave it out there so that it can dent people's car right. and, and, and other people have to go collect it. Listen, be considerate and take your shit back when, when you're going to take the stuff out to your car. I mean, Dude. they're all over the place. Yeah. I don't know if that was a minute, but it pisses me off. You know what's funny is I was sitting waiting for my wife. She walked into the store and I was sitting with the kids in the car. Some lady did that. And it rolled all the way down, and uh, it hit the car next to me, oh. and it scratched, dude. She comes to my window like, "Oh, don't tell these guys," you know. I'm like, "I'm gonna tell them." Yeah, no. Sh- Any oh. anyway, Jeez. Dr. Smirnoff mentioned that uh, if we were gonna go off on a movie, I think it was him that mentioned this. If we're gonna go mm-hmm. off on a movie, go off on uh, the happening. M. Night Shyamalan's happening. Oh, my gosh, yeah. and dude. I, the problem is with that is one minute would not do it justice. No. I'm I'm not gonna get into it. Because it was probably the biggest pile of crap in the world. Did anybody else see the microphones that were hanging down from the top during the movie? I didn't see it. The movie theater I was in, like halfway through, almost every scene had a microphone hanging down between the two people. What? Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it was about the copy we got. I don't know. We were commenting really? about it. I don't know. We went and saw in the theater, and I'll tell you what. it was. There was a microphone hanging down. You're I, kidding. No, it's like a big fluffy no. thing. I am not kidding. Really? Yes. And it... We were laughing every time it showed up. No way. Yes. Are I you am, kidding? I, no. I am 100% dead serious. In the movie. In the movie. Like, they ha- Listen, I, and, and if anyone works in the movie industry, please let me know because what happened was before the movie started, they had problems with the, with the movie on the screen. Like the, the projector wasn't up as far as it needed to be. Uh-huh. So it was down farther. So like you could see a black strip at the top of the screen where the you know may, and and the bottom of the movie was kind of locked. really but we could see a microphone. I don't know if it had something to do with the editing, but we could see it like all the time when it was two people talking and they were sitting. You'd see the microphone come down no and hang between way. the two people. At first, really? I thought it was going to be like something he, his surprise ending of some sort, but then we just figured <laughs> at the end of how gay it ended that it was just dumbass. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Now that had. Really? That's yeah, that's weird, wild. Man. I don't want to go off on that. <laughs> Too late. Because Sam went off, and that was definitely at least a minute. And Let's just say I was happy everybody died. I almost You almost suckered me into going off there, but I didn't. When is this guy going to quit making movies, honestly? Like, Dude, his first one was good, yeah. and after that, you know, Signs was okay. His shows have sucked for, like, the last six years. <laughs> Dude, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, okay. Uh, Dr. Smirnoff also mentioned a news section. Which is actually pretty convenient because I was talking to Jeff today. You know how he he's not going to be able to make it on on Monday nights is when we record because he has class. But we I brought this idea up to him and I said, hey, well, how would you like to record a, a news section? You know, five ten minutes. And so he said he'd love to do it. So that's that's what we're going to do from now on. We're going to give him all week and he'll send it in. And uh, at least while he's in school, we'll you know we'll do that. And he's still a participating member. I think that sounds good. Also, we got listener feedback asking for more listener feedback on the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, needless to say, that's why we're spending 20 minutes doing exactly. it. Exactly. 
So let's, that, that's that's all I've got there. There was a, there was some more stuff going on on the forums, but go get out there and uh, visit the forums, cadaverlab.com. Click it's on pretty the fun to get those conversations. Yeah, it is fun. I don't know. It makes me think that maybe there's someone out there listening and <laughs> actually enjoys the show. <laughs> Wild. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and take our first break, and then we'll get right into the show. What do you think? Yeah, buddy. This is Edward G. Talbot, author of the podcast novel, New World Orders, www.edwardgtalbot.com. And I have a question for you. Do you think you know what's going on? Do you think the CIA killed Kennedy? Or that politicians in Washington, D.C. are actually in charge? And what about global warming? Is it a left-wing hallucination? A right-wing cover-up? Or maybe it's neither. Maybe the truth is far more sinister. There is a conspiracy. But it's not just one party. And it's not to protect anything as mundane as billion-dollar profits. Of course, it's just a novel. Right? Go to www.edwardgtalbot.com and listen to New World Orders now, before it's too late. All right, so this week we've decided to tackle a difficult and dark subject. Yes, it is. In horror comedies. This is, you know, what's difficult and dark about it is well, there is a fine line and balance between comedy and, oh, yeah. and, and the violence that is horror movies. And, and, oh, yeah. And, and you know what? These movies did it very well, I thought. So I agree, too. What we've chosen to do today is uh, a movie called Monster Man. Uh, the movie called a movie called Hatchet and Slither. Yep. But uh, before we get into those movies themselves, on the website we had a couple of people send in some of their favorite horror comedies of all time. Corey Graham sent us shockingly two zombie movies. Uh, he's from the Midnight <laughs> Podcast, a podcast dedicated to everything zombie. Return of the Living Dead and Shaun of the Dead, which are both dominating movies. Uh, Shaun of the Dead is is probably the one that I heard the most. Shaun of the Dead, because it's recent, it's funny. Have you seen Return of the Living Dead? I have not. What? No. Wow. I need to check those out. Just so you know, and just to give you a little bit of, of motivation to see that, there is a lady in that that's probably buck naked dancing around in the graveyard for tw- a good 20 minutes. Really? Yeah, so no, so that gives you wow. a little bit of uh, motivation to go check that out. Well, I'll be checking it out tonight. Uh, we also had Big Winters from the message board also send in Shaun of the Dead, Scary Movie. And uh, Slither. Oh, good. So, yeah, so he had one of our... We had a couple other ones. Sometimes people don't send in their names, and uh, maybe I'm just an idiot and didn't get their names from their emails, but I could have said their emails. But mo- most of them were, you know, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Basically, everybody had Shaun of the Dead. Oh, really? You've seen that one. No, I've not. Oh. <laughs> That's one that I've seen a part of once. Really? Yeah, but I have not seen it. Well, you need to get on the horse and get all those I do. I'm watched. trying to catch up, I'm telling you. What have you been doing? Let's not talk about no, it. No, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I went and, and, and started looking through the Cadaver Lab library about some of my favorite horror comedies. Probably one of my favorite horror comedies of all time is Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that show. 
Some of the other ones, Shaun of the Dead, of course, scary movie. Snakes on a Plane. Have you ever seen Serial Mom? No. Now, Serial Mom is an awesome movie. It's kind of a spoof on the slasher genre. Uh, let me just let me just talk about this for two yeah. minutes because it's so damn funny. Uh, my wife, actually, one day, Jeff and I and my wife went out to rent a movie, and she decided that we should rent Serial Mom. <laughs> and if you know my wife, you know that, that she's not into horror movies and, and whatever. But the funny thing is, is, you get that show, it's about the perfect homemaker ends up being a serial killer and nice. killing all sorts of people for really stupid reasons, like... The fact that someone wore white after Labor Day or, or, you know, some some guy went on a date with a different girl when he was supposed to be on a date with their daughter and whatever. There's one part. Have you ever heard of the band L7? No. Oh, really? Man, I'm just disappointing (laughs) today, man. Anyway, so the band L7 plays a a band called uh, the Camel Lips in this show where they wear a little appliance to make it look like they've got camel toe. (laughs) Anyway... So this comes on, and my wife has not heard the the end of it since. Did you say you saw Boy Eats Girl? Yeah, I like that one. It's yeah. uh, Irish. Yeah, Night of the Living Dorks, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. All pretty good. Mm-hmm. Tell me why you think it's such a big genre within the horror. Well, because I think you know part of why you watch horror movies, at least for me, is is for stuff that's shocking. Right. It's it's uh-huh. it's a bunch of junkies like us right. that are looking for shocking things. So, you know, I'm a guy I don't know if anyone's noticed or not, but I, I go for shock value a lot of the time on <laughs> no. some of the stuff I say. No. So it's 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 one of those things where when you're watching a movie and you know it's gonna be bloody that, that you get this feeling like, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't be laughing at that, but, right? But I'm gonna laugh at it because it's really funny. You know, so what? you get this little guilty. I'm thing to going the on. point. I have. I do not. I'm to the point where I just laugh and I don't feel guilty at all. Yeah. Well, pretty soon you kind of you know you get desensitized. <laughs> oh, to thanks. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that's what it is. Is that you know you have that balance going on, but to be able to laugh and have that release while you're watching these horror movies is I kind of th- I think that's the, why they do it, and they and it works really well. Uh, I. You know, I think they both go together so well. They're probably my two favorite film genres overall. Horror, mm-hmm. I guess sci-fi's up there too, but mm-hmm. I like it when horror and sci-fi and comedy all come together. Oh, yeah. Anyway, let's go right into our first movie. Let's do it. Called? Monster Man. So I've got a little synopsis for Monster Man. While driving in a highway to the wedding of his beloved Betty Ann, Adam is surprised by his former schoolmate Harley on the backseat of his car. And Adam is broken off with an inconvenient and moron Harley because of <laughs> Betty Ann. Along their road trip, Harley makes fun of some rednecks in a bar, and later their car is chased by a giant monster truck on the road. And after some incidents, they give a lift to the hitchhiker, Sarah, and soon the trio is terrorized by a scary monster driving the monster truck. Simple, short, to the point. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But pretty original. I mean, a monster truck used Driven a by a monster. Thing. Yeah, I mean, makes sense, right? Monster wow. truck and monster. Should we spo- should we plan on spoiling this? Because I mean, we're going to talk about yeah, it. And if I, I mean, yeah, I, I think as always, if if, if it's something you're going to want to go see and you don't want to hear the spoil, then turn it off and go watch it. But uh, I think, yeah, I think on all these movies, we ought to just go for it. Came out in 2003. It was written and directed by Michael Davis. Do you know that all three movies that we chose today were written and directed by the same person? No, 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 no. Where the writer and the director was the same person. Oh, oh, not oh. not all the like, same. Wow, that's a really big coincidence. You know what the the odds of that are happening when <laughs> yeah. I mean, you weren't trying to? I thought, wow, that's a that's a pretty big coincidence. But I think all these were labors of love. You know? Not mine for saying what that. The, what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, just because it's like, yeah, somebody has an idea and wants to 
to put it all the way through, all the way from from the cradle to the grave, yeah. and just you know have a total control over it right. because it's so close to their heart. Am I getting a little too no, mushy for could, everybody? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you could definitely see that because they're you know. They're, well, all three of these movies were pretty damn funny. Well, they're funny and you know they're somewhat creative, although you know they stick to basic storylines, but. I mean, like we talked about a monster in a monster truck. When was the last time you saw a monster truck terrorizing people? Cheapers Creepers. Oh. That wasn't really a monster truck. That was just a huge-ass <laughs> right. truck. IMDb scored at 5.8. Production budget was $4 million and couldn't find the gross that it made. I doubt it made a lot of money because, you know, it was just kind of a fluke that I came upon this movie. But I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a pretty funny show. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. There's a couple parts we're going to talk about that yeah. I was just like, kind of raised my eyebrows. Like, what the hell? Is, <laughs> are you serious? Well, and there were also some jokes that fell kind of flat. Yeah, they spent twenty. Wow, well, maybe you know two minutes setting it up, and they yeah, and they went flat. But anyway, let's talk about some of uh, some of the actors in the movie. Okay. The main character named Adam was played by Eric Youngman. You you know what? Did you recognize him? No. Oh, really? Because I'd recognize him. He was in like not another teen movie and some other stuff like that. And uh. he, he was actually in a movie called Killer Pad, which came out recently, which is another horror hmm. comedy. We could have added it to this show, but it hmm. was really funny. Justin Ulrich played Harley, who was in Lake Placid 2 and The Rage Carry 2. Hmm. Have you seen... Um, nope. have you, no, I, I mean, you haven't recognized him. No, I haven't. You I know, don't recognize anybody in this movie. The funny thing is, I've seen both these movies, and I did not recognize him as being an actor huh. in these other movies. So I don't think, I don't think he was that big of a of a character in these other movies. But he was there the whole time in this movie. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, we were constantly reminded of his presence. Um, Amy Brooks played Sarah, which was the hitchhiker, and mm-hmm. she was hot. Kinda. And uh, well, more she was hot until she started talking like Yoda. Oh my hell! That's, we're gonna we're gonna talk yeah, about we this. Are gonna talk about but that. she was also in Critters Three, uh, which I have never seen. I have it. I think I have it on, in my VHS collection, mm-hmm. and but I've never seen it. Hmm. Probably the most recognizable, at least name, because you, you never really saw him, was Michael Bailey Smith, yeah. who played the actual Monster Man, or as we find out at the end, Brother Bob. Brother Bob. He was in The Hills Have Eyes 1 and 2, the remakes, and he was in a movie called In Hell. Anyway, so let's talk about this movie a little bit. I am in awe. I am in utter awe. This is ridiculous. The forces of stupidity are far greater than the forces of intelligence. We're outnumbered, Adam. We are severely outnumbered. And look at this. Look at these pea brains watching this crap. You just gotta keep it down a little bit. These rednecks must have an IQ the same number as my underwear size to enjoy this. Uh, I don't really think it's such a good idea to use the phrase uh, redneck in a place like this. Oh, okay. How are these hillbillies ever going to change unless someone points out how lame-ass they are? You owe me 12.63 for the meal. I mean, they've got to know that watching a monster truck exhibition is just as bad as buying a velvet painting of Elvis. If a vehicle could take Viagra, a monster truck is what it would look like. Those giant tires make the truck look like it's got blue balls. Just admit it, man. You never done it. Never done the dirty deed. You never conjugated the verb. You never made the beast with two backs. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. Man, you remind me of the guy with the skull and bones, full body tattoo, caught in a crack house with his buck naked, shaved pussy, skinhead teenage girlfriend. He's got blow up his nose, needles sticking out of his arms, a cache of Uzis next to his KKK propaganda and child pornography. 
The doors are smashed down and he's caught. He says the SWAT team, hey, it's not what you think. Do or do not, there is no try. Huh? Ooh, very white you make me, young Jedi. Oh. <laughs> it's supposed to be fine. Just go with it. And remember, size matters not. Well, I, I'm going to start out by saying I like the movie. Yeah. Um, it, it was funny. I, I thought that uh, <laughs> to start out with, with his buddy in the back seat grabbing him while he's going like 55 miles an <laughs> yeah. hour. Was, yeah. You're just like, man, that's just a stunt you don't pull. But, yeah. it, you know. Stole it away it, it was in the kind, It was kind of funny. And, you know, although his shtick got a little bit tired, um, yeah. Harley, I mean, he was just Definitely. one crack after the other. There was some funny stuff that this guy ended up saying. I mean, he had some lines about female landscaping. In fact, you know. <laughs> Whatever sport that uh, freestyle orifice probing is, yeah. I, I'm going to sign up for that sport because that just sounded awesome. What, he said something like, everything you've ever learned about freestyle orifice probing, you learned from me. <laughs> or, so, or something funny like yeah, that. He was, he was funny. So, you know, I thought that was good. I thought they did, a, you know, maybe a little too much setting up stuff and not enough monster and chasing until the end. And uh, that's probably my biggest complaint about the movie. Yeah. They, for instance, there were a couple of scenes where the two main characters were, were in a like a fake fight or something, and it oh, lasted yeah. like seriously yeah. two or three minutes, and uh, it just wasn't funny. No, it wasn't. Funny. And then um, there were just a couple of other things that was just like, oh brother, and I yeah, caught myself. Well, saying the that. boob grab scene. Oh yeah, that was. Why don't, why don't you tell us the boob grab <laughs> scene? So they're fighting. She's supposedly sleeping. These guys are talking at full volume. Right. Right next to her. She's asleep open in the backseat of the car. Open window. And they're like, oh, if you're not going to do it, then I'm going to do it. And so Harley goes to grab the boob, and, and uh, Adam tries to stop him. And he's like, no, don't do it. And they're like, they're probably, you know, 10 inches away from her boob or whatever. And so Harley moves his hand or something, and for whatever reason, Adam's hand goes right to her breast. <laughs> right. Uh, just like, did he get was, it under the bra? Yeah, like something really weird like that. I'm like, that. come on, dude. You, that just doesn't happen. No. I mean, you, make it at least look like it was something that could happen. But a lot of the dialogue in the movie was was totally funny. Oh, yeah. There was, uh, there was a lot of funny parts. Sam mentioned how a couple of times they went to, you know, they're, they're going cross-country to, to hit this uh, their friend's wedding, declare their undying love for, for the girl that's getting married. Uh, they stop at a couple of bars where there's only rednecks there, and they're <laughs> and they're missing limbs. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> Harley would sit there and just really loud say something like, uh, "You know, with all these rednecks here putting socks on to them is like putting on a three piece suit for us." You know, just stupid <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Just being a real dick. Yeah. By the way, he gets the kick of the balls yes, for this movie, but a loving kick in the balls because he was funny. Yeah, he was funny, and he saved the day. You know what? I I hope. That I'm not this annoying, but uh, my wife told me that he kind of reminded her of me. Oh, really? Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> Jerk. Maybe because you look like him. Maybe. Hell, oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a lot of funny stuff in the middle. Basically, what it turns out that there's a satanic cult. And well, they did a lot of. It's funny because they go back and connect the dots, and they were some really far off dots. Yeah, there were. So you, it's kind of like I didn't see this coming from left field. I mean, I kind of wondered with her wearing the boots that she did, yeah, if she was part of what was going on. But I, I didn't make. I, I mean, it came out of nowhere. And I've also got to say that there were a couple of the sickest things that I have ever seen. Oh in yeah, my, this movie had the, some of the sickest fact, stuff I've ever seen. 
fact, there was one part where I kind of got sick. Yep, me too. I, and I bet it's the same part when they're in the motel. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. The same so, part, dude. So, and I, and I, and oh. I was actually kind of, was getting to this when I was going to say that basically this whole time, Sarah, we find out later that is part of this uh, this devil's cult, and she's yeah. been practicing witchcraft. It turns out that she's trying to resurrect one of her brothers because he brother got hit, Frank. brother Frank, because brother Bob, the monster, ran him over. And so, you know, they brought him back from the dead and they were going to, you know, he still had a squished torso and all sorts of stupid stuff. A few things that had to happen in order for her witchcraft to, to work. And the first one was that they had to go inside of a pentagram with a decapitated person, which, yeah, you know, maybe a little arbitrary, you know, kind of dumb. They ended up uh, going into a uh, pentagram made with tires by a, a minivan, and there's somebody dead in the minivan. No, no. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But the second one is the one we're talking about. I think it was the second one where they had to sleep with roadkill. Yeah, I mean, like that I was, said, I mean, the, the, the dots were way out there that were being yeah. connected. To the point, you know, and maybe they, to their credit, they were trying to make a movie where you're not going to see it coming. Yeah. Like, like it's not contrived stuff. Right. Because a lot of that stuff, you're just thinking, I mean, you could kind of see that there was a pentagram after, like on the news story. Yeah, on the news story. I didn't see it before that, but like the roadkill, I would have thought that was just trying to scare people. Exactly. Well, the sick part comes when freaking hard, they're both sleeping in the, in the, in the motel room. Harley starts having this sexual dream. And starts pretending that a gash in the dead cat that was put in there <laughs> we gotta quit talking about was it. a vagina. <laughs> I said it. Oh, that was so Sorry. sick. I, you know, I am honestly, I'm getting queasy right now thinking about it because it's it was gross. Because he's he's graphic in what he's talking about. Oh yeah, and then it's slow motions. He's bringing it down. And well, and not to ready. mention he's got these facial motions like he's really you know. Well, and they went of, out of their way to make sure the roadkill looked like uh, like yeah. like the middle part of the the female, like from her from her hips down to her thighs. Oh, it, it was disgusting. It was sick. It was sick. I'm like, he's not going to do that. And because and, you think he's going to wake up before it happens. Yeah. Dude gets it. You know, that's actually a recurring theme because apparently people aren't waking up when shit's going on around. No, actually, <laughs> we find out that the boob grab scene, Sarah was Yeah, was she awake was awake the whole during time. the time. And, yeah. But so the next thing that had to happen was that she had to taste a virgin's blood. And Adam happened to be a virgin, and so she, she's, and she, I think she needed to sleep with him too for this all to work out. Yeah. So she decided to kill two birds with one stone, and uh, do him, but make sure he got a bloody nose, and she licked up his bloody nose. But I don't understand. Was it just happenstance that she got him with the bloody nose, or did they like bop noses to make I, it happen? I don't know. All I remember is the fact that he had a bloody nose. Yeah, like she, all of a sudden started, but I can't remember if she was getting violent, like moving her head back and forth trying to get his nose to bleed. I don't know. But you think that's disturbing. That was not even the most disturbing part of that sex scene. No, that wasn't. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm watching this, and you know, like we talked about before, we watch horror movies, and you know, maybe some stuff gets uncomfortable. You're kind of watching out of one eye. I, I felt really uncomfortable when she started doing the Yoda impersonation. Like so, she started talking about the Force. She, I'm not even going to try. She to started, do Yoda. started talking dirty to him in Yoda's voice. <laughs> oh, you've given me the Force. And you know what? I have actually seen this movie before, and I remember that that part pissed me off. Yeah. So I actually fast forwarded through because it. it wasn't like it was just a quick thing. Like she, she, she had a few lines, thirty seconds, like a minute. 
Like like that that was working or something. It was weird. Yeah, it I was hated stupid. that part, man. And maybe there was something about how she, he had to eat like human flesh or something. I don't. Yeah, know. there was. There was chili. Yeah, he ate some chili, ate some and there chi- was. How he took a bite of this chili. Because they showed, once he had, like, he was pulling whatever it was out of his throat, which yeah. was another sick part. That was gross. But he looks down on the chili, and there's an eyeball and a jawbone. <laughs> teeth. Like teeth. It looked like someone's dentures. That was so gross. Anyway, You know what? The sickest thing, though, the what? second sickest part besides Roadkill 69 yeah. was when he was sucking it out of the septic tank. Oh, that when was gross, they, man. what happened is when they were in the when we talked about the minivan. I guess it was a some it kind of a, RV. Yeah, it was an RV. They they went up there because they they went up to the RV because they were out of gas and they were thinking about siphoning some gas out of it. But of course, instead of uh, the gas tank, he put the straw into the septic tank. And by the way, who siphons gas with a straw? Harley, the dumbass. <laughs> well, and not only that, but he. Stuck it all the way in his mouth and he spit it out. Well, th- yeah, because we all know how you're supposed to siphon. You put a hose in there, you suck on until the air is gone, and then that gas just flows. Right. This guy stuck a straw in a septic tank. And the funny thing is, is I didn't really know what was going on. Dude was laughing, and I, I just assumed he was getting gas that, that looked like chocolate milk. <laughs> right. I assume that's what was ca- – I mean, I just like, that's kind of weird-looking gas. But, yeah, right. Oh, that was gross. That was gross. Anyway, so we come to the final scene. We find out that uh, – Sarah and her two brothers, one being the monster and one being, we mentioned Brother Frank, who is on a bed with his torso torn out of him. They're all members of this satanic type of cult. I, I think they are. Maybe they're not in a cult, but they're mm. all Satan worshippers. They're all into witchcraft and whatnot. I don't know. What did you think about the end part? I thought it got a little corny. I thought it got once, once really... Once they started, uh, you know, they, they, they kind of had to go on a stretch to connect the dots. And then some of their explanations, if you're having to spend... 10 minutes to explain why something happened in a movie to connect the dots for the audience, it didn't work. Plus, Sarah got this really terrible southern accent. Yeah, all of a sudden. It, it, yeah, she went, yeah. Yeah, she definitely went to stupid sister Sarah. Yeah. Where she wasn't like that throughout the rest of the movie. Well, and the, and the bottom line was is they prepared Adam for all this. They were going to put Brother Frank's bar, or mind or soul into, the, into uh, Adam's body and then now it's supposed to be the show. You know how we're talking about it right now? Yeah. All I can remember are the shitty parts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now I'm like, wait, I kind of like this movie. Yeah, and I did like this I movie. I did like it. But, but you know, when, when, we're ta- when we're starting to talk about it, I mean, some of the, stu- the stuff that stands out to us is the stuff that, that just didn't work. Well, and let's put it this way. I, I watched it, and, and even I could tell that I shouldn't be giving – I shouldn't be – Letting little things here and there mm-hmm. go of how of how stupid it was, yeah. but all in all, I. But in the end, that the concept worked. I yeah. thought that you know the the monster brother Bob was scary. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was when he's looking through the hole in the in yeah. the bathroom and stuff. I mean, he actually was like, "Oh man, that's you know." You know, and there were, there was some pretty good uh, death scenes. There yep. was some good gore. A uh, lot of rednecks in the show. Yep. The redneck count was high. It was high. My favorite part of the whole show, though, maybe, and maybe this is why I liked the movie so much, was the very final part when uh, Harley actually, that we all thought Harley was dead. You know, Eric was in, or not Eric, Eric Youngman's the name of the actor, but Adam, Adam. was in the, the Satan worshippers' uh, home. He gets loose. Uh, the monster man chases him out into the yard and is about to die, but of course Harley comes. He hijacked a monster truck and runs the monster over. Yeah. And then backs over him, and then goes forward over him again, and then backs forward. 
<laughs> no, he just hit him once. And then Adam. Oh, oh, oh and then uh, Adam got it. Uh-huh. Okay. But it turns out that, that Adam decided to do that all night long. Yeah. So this, so it, it kind of shows it going back and forth, and then this, it shows the sun coming up, and, and then a big bloody gross mess. Yeah, on the tires on and the, on the ground. On the ground. It was funny. But then the lips are like, I'm not dead. You can't kill me. Stupid. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Did I? How do I like this I don't movie? Know. After they talking did a good about job because it, you know what? I liked it. I I don't you know, give it a bone saw. No, I do not. Saw. I don't either. But I'll tell you, there were some funny lines. I can't. A lot of them take a long time to set up. Yeah, and, they set them up, and, and it's it's they're long lines. Yeah, from what he says. But I mean, it's funny when he when Harley's delivering them, especially at first. And, right. And yeah, before you get too annoyed with them. Yeah, like he was talking. Did we already talk? Yeah, we talked about the. Uh, what did he say? The uh, freestyle orifice probing. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of. There stuff. There was another part that uh, was pretty funny because Adam said, uh, "It's not what you think," and then Harley goes on this tirade about about a skinhead sitting in his uh, drugged out apartment on a mattress with with uh, guns, coke, and uh, and uh, Nazi paraphernalia next to him, sitting next to his teenage girl skinhead girlfriend, and the cops walk in, and he says. It's not what it looks like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that part was funny. Harley could deliver it a little yeah, better. Yeah, he, he, he did pretty good that way. That's funny. It was it, good. Anyway, yeah, no bone saw. No, no bone saw. Barely a recommend, yeah, in fact. entertaining, definitely. I, you know, go see it, but just don't expect too much out right. of it because you'll get pissed. I think I think you'll get pissed off if if you go in expecting, you know, it to be totally funny. And it gets there are parts where it's annoying. I don't know. I guess that's the final word. Yeah. What any anything else? No, I think I think you get it right on. I, like I said, if you've got some time, go check it out. It's worth that. But I um, laughed out loud three or four I times. I did too. I mean, some of the stuff he was saying was really funny. I thought so. I mean, you just yeah, don't don't go in expecting some hardcore no. great show. I mean, it's definitely it's on the fringe. Speaking of hardcore great shows, let's move on. Let's do the six degrees. Oh, you know what? It's a funny thing is I just told Sam. I'll try not to forget all that stuff because I forget it every episode. I'm in charge of that stuff. So. <laughs> so, no, let's do that. Go ahead. All right. So, we, so I did it in two degrees, actually. I've got uh, Michael Bailey Smith, who played Brother Bob, and he was in one episode of Desperate Housewives with Terry Hatcher, which I do not watch. I was going to say, did you see that episode? No, I did not. <laughs> okay. Um, and then Terry Hatcher was in Lois and Clark with Bruce Campbell, and I think it was three or four episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, those two shows I have never seen an episode of. So that's my six degrees. So my six degrees, Michael Bailey Smith was in an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer as Toth with Sarah Michelle Gellar, who is in Scooby-Doo with Freddie Prinze Jr., who was in She's All That with Clea Duvall, who was in Ghost of Mars with Pam Greer, who was in Escape from L.A. with none other than Bruce Campbell. I love it. Nice. That... Uh, was longer than yours, though. That's all right. We're gonna because I have a couple more that are just uh, that are pretty long. <laughs> all right, but cool. I also have uh, who else said that? Let's hear it. And uh, this was. Let's see. Um, it says, "What kind of person puts one of those on his antenna? A little wussy." Oh right. And when I googled that, it was actually Magic Johnson when asked to sponsor Trojan. <laughs> so there we go. You asked oh, for quality. There you that, go. That that is was pretty terrible. Good. I know, horrible, <laughs> but but true. All right, no, awesome. And also, so I, you know, one of the things I'm doing for these movies too, which is which is kind of fun, is what what did I learn from this movie? Right. So let me jump into that too. 
Um, getting bumped by a monster truck makes you run out of gas. I learned that. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, this movie has the grossest scene ever filmed, Roadkill 69. Oh, so my that's heck. Gotta that, be, it that's was right bad, too. And uh, always look in your chili before you eat it. What the hell is about <laughs> that? Because how could you miss that? I don't know. All right. It was gross. But All right. So, so, that's, so there we go. Maybe that's my one-minute rant next episode. Yeah. No, it's, it's not going to be, but come on. So let's go directly into Hatchet, which awesome. came out in 2006. Tagline, old school American horror. Yeah. That's, that's pretty yeah. good. Yep, that's, that's good. close to what it was. It was directed by and written by Adam Green. IMDb score 5.9, which, by the way, I think is low for this movie. I you think so? I like this movie a lot. But, I mean, I, we, we can discuss how good it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the production budget was $1.5 million. Really? And the production budget for... Monster Man was four million, so Monster Man wow. was more expensive than Hatchet. Wow! I never would have guessed that because I think Hatchet was a lot better movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm having a hard time finding how much all these movies made. IMDb has that it only made 155 thousand in the U.S., but that's got to be wrong. Do you th- did I mean, it come straight? Did it go straight to DVD? I don't remember. Because I know I, I that's where I saw it for the first time a couple yeah. of years ago. It was right when I went to DVD, but I don't remember seen anything about it no i you know i don't know i don't remember well, let me give a quick synopsis ben and a group of friends are on a vacation visiting louisiana for mardi gras ben having recently broke up with his girlfriend doesn't feel like participating in the debauchery that his friends are interested in he along with his friend marcus decides to take a haunted river ride in the swamp there they are introduced to the legend of victor crowley who is a legendary serial killer uh, in fact, legend has it that Victor is a vengeful spirit wandering the swamp searching for his father who was killed in a fire uh, that was started by some local kids. You know what? That's wrong. Because actually what happened is Mr. Crowley, Victor Crowley's father, was trying to save Victor. Some kids started a fire at his old house. Dad comes in with, an, with a hatchet and tries to knock down the door, but Victor was right on the other side of the door, and Victor was actually, uh, growing up, was a deformed kid. I mean, he was all weird looking, so he always had kids making fun of him and whatnot. But anyway, so he does it, so his dad tries to save him from the fire. The hatchet goes through the door and hits Victor in the head, and it supposedly kills Victor. The father, you know, kind of sat around a little while for, for a little ten while after years. that. Ten, is it 10 years? And then ended up dying of a broken heart, allegedly. But this movie, basically, it's about Ben and his friends that uh, take the swamp tour, you know, just to see these ghosts and you know, to talk about this legend and whatnot. All the fun stuff that happens on this tour. Yeah. Get some initial thoughts on this show. It was interesting to see David Schwimmer in the middle of his Coke binge. David Schwimmer. Playing Ben. No, no dude, do you know who that is? Uh, Joel Moore. Yeah. Was in Grandma's Boy. Have you, you've seen, I seen that. Oh, my gosh. He was the main program. He was in Dodgeball oh. as, as skinny, blonde Owen. Oh, interesting. He was actually um, in another Adam Green movie who he helped. Uh, actually, Joel Moore helped him direct it called Spiral, which is kind of, hmm. which is another horror movie that came out recently. I watched it. It's more of kind of a psychological thriller, but it's actually pretty good. In, and uh, Joel Moore plays kind of a, a different role than he has in oh, all really? these other movies that I've seen. I cannot believe you hadn't seen Grandma's Boy. <laughs> Holy crap. That's one that we recommended, I think, last week, too. Oh, I, I'm well, trying to get caught up on a lot of stuff <laughs> as far as movies go. I mean, uh, I'm cranking them in as best I can. You know, and the, and the thing is, is, Sam has no excuse because he has access to the Cadaver Lab uh, library. You're right. <laughs> we need to do better at that. So we have um, Tamara Feldman, who played Mary Beth. No relation to Corey Feldman. 
Oh, good. You Did check you? that out on the Corys. No, I didn't. Oh. I assume. Oh, shit, it. <laughs> Dion Richmond, who was Marcus, he was the black guy in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, you know, he was a Disney Channel veteran. Oh, really? He was also in, I think it was Not Another Teen Movie, which, by the way, that's the second reference to Not wow. Another Teen Movie I've said today. Well, isn't he token on South Park? You know, he's token. He's token on Not Another Teen Movie. Oh. And, he go, and he says stuff like, uh, oh, no, I'm not here for any, you know, I'm just here to say that is whack. And, you know, <laughs> stuff like that and whatnot. But uh, we don't condone any of that crap here. <laughs> he played a great character. We are also treated to a double dose treat. Yeah. Both Robert England and Kane Hodder were in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Kane Hodder played Victor Crowley and Victor, Mr. Crowley. Uh, not the Mr. Crowley talked about in Ozzy Osbourne's song, Mr. Crowley. No. This is this is definitely different. That's too bad because I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> but Robert England played Mary Beth's father. And Mary Beth is kind of the survivor girl of the whole thing. Ben actually meets her on the cruise and she knows really what's going on. She's a local. So let's get back to this movie. I love this movie. Lots of bees. Yeah. Lots of... Uh, uh, oh, 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 wait, wait. I forgot to mention one guy. The walrus man was in yes. this one, too. Yes. <laughs> you were going to mention that, weren't you? I love you? that guy. Yeah, you made sure to mention that. It was funny how every time someone got on the bus, like, hello, <laughs> how are you? Do you? I don't know if it, you've seen Office Space, though, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. any guy who can pull off the fact that, that even if he's acting, that he that created a mat with a bunch of conclusions on it that you're supposed to <laughs> jump onto it, and that's your conclusion. It's called a jump to conclusions <laughs> oh, map, man. anyway. Office Space dominates, oh, yeah. and the, the, his name is Richard Riley, R-E-I-H-L-E. I don't know how to say it, but uh, I'll tell well, you I what, he deserves, he, he, he deserves a special place in all of our hearts. I was going to say kick to the balls, but a tree got him in the balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I, I do not give him a kick in the balls. He's, no, he was the nicest he's damn funny. guy he's in the so world. Funny. Maybe a little annoying. Yeah. There was a lot of great kill scenes, a lot of great death yep. scenes in this movie. You know, one thing though, I you know, I can definitely understand now watching this movie how people in the south how brothers want to have sex with their sisters when they look like Mary Beth. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Cuz you look what family she came from. She just Robert Robert England and, and and the brother. You know who played the brother? Who was that? It was uh oh, what's his name? Joshua Leonard from uh the Blair Witch Project. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's uh, so that's weird. Blair Witch <laughs> Project come comes up, up today. Yeah, and that would come up. Anyway. Wow, this, this show is destined for greatness. Yes. <laughs> right. Talk about it. So I thought this was good because there was a pretty compelling story behind the, the killer. Yeah. The, the monster. Uh, you know, they, they, they went through. They, they told what it was. They had some good visuals as to what it was. They set it up, and there was, a, you know, there's a good reason why he was out there looking for his dad. Had been wrong, so you know, right. I, thought, I thought that that was pretty good. So that made for, made compelling. Uh-huh. The jokes in this were funny, you know, like uh, Ben. He was funny talking yeah, to Mary Beth on the boat, trying to get over his girlfriend. He's right. like, dude, when they're when they're, he's like, you know, can, can you? Uh, haven't you had enough boobs? <laughs> and his friend's like, no, no <laughs> there's no such thing. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I thought it was funny. One thing that he said that was funny. Uh, they were talking about the hotel room they, they got, and he's like, this place smells like sweaty balls. <laughs> and I, I don't know why that's so funny, just probably because I would say the same damn thing. Cheer up, man. This is Mardi Gras. This is fun. I'm having a blast. Oh, oh, right here, right here, right here. Look at that. Oh, they got those boobs right there. 
Hey! <laughs> For something new, right? Haven't you seen enough boobs? I'm just not feeling this. I, I should have stayed at home. What, so you can sit in your room and cry about Heather? Christine. Man, man, we came down here to have a good time. You, you're fighting it. There's fun all around you. Stop standing there like a bitch. How is this fun? This place is disgusting. Our hotel room smells like sweaty balls, man. Everybody's just drunk and looking for a fight. You, you threw up six times yesterday. How do you even do that? Hello there. Jim Primatio. And this here's the missus, Shannon. How do you do? Doug Shapiro. Nice to meet you. Nice camera. Making a movie? Yeah. Well, what do you know, Lovekins? We've got ourselves a director over here. How exciting. What kind of movie is it? Well, have you ever heard of Bayou Beavers? Sure. No. no. Yeah, no, it, uh, they, they definitely set each other up well. And then the, the guy that was given the tour. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the Asian guy that, <laughs> that would, was speaking like a Nolens person. Right. He was pretty funny, too. Basically, they, their tour group gets out on this, uh, on this tour boat. There were uh, Walrus Man and his wife. Mm-hmm. There was Ben, Marcus, Mary Beth, who is, uh, we find out later, was actually uh, Robert England's daughter and Joshua Leonard's brother, who... Sister. Sister, right. Yes. You know, I was going to make a Southern joke. I say, that was a... Uh that would have been uh, a part of the movie that I, I wouldn't have seen coming. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Weird. <laughs> anyway, we also had probably my two favorite characters of the movie. We yeah. had a guy named Shapiro who was supposedly filming, uh, uh, what was it called? Something Beavers. It was Bayou Beavers. Bayou Beavers. Basically, he got <laughs> Harmony I've, I've from Buffy. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sam's like, it doesn't matter what the name is. I've seen that show. <laughs> I haven't seen any other show we talked about tonight. <laughs> exactly. Wow, you get the slow clap yeah, for actually having buddy. seen a show. No, just oh. But uh, <laughs> but so they all head out, and you know all sorts of fun stuff happens. We end up learning the legend of of uh, Victor Crowley. Hold on, let me see if I can do it. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Dude, your woo was so not in the moment. Oh, yeah? Your nipples are dumb. Yeah. Wow, we just played a whole scene. <laughs> By the way, for, I, I realize that this is an audio podcast, but Sam just flashed me his tits. <laughs> they dominate. Awesome. <laughs> the, you know what? The thing is, is there really wasn't much much story to it other than that. No, nah, they got it. I mean, they they did really good to kind of set it up. Where are they at? Uh-huh. Set the mood, a little bit of uh, mythology behind it. Right. And they just got into running away, getting hacked up in tremendous and oh, spectacular there ways. There were great kills. There oh, were yeah. there were heads getting oh spun three sixty, ripping off. There were jaws getting torn off. Yeah, top half of their t- head. Getting yeah, exactly. Like All sorts of death scenes were great. This was, a, I mean, this is a funny movie. I'm just having a hard time coming up with. Really, stuff to talk about because that's all there really was to it. Well, and, and that's what I think. You know, I'm trying to think. Really, did I care about the characters? Yeah, I think I, I liked did. Ben and Marcus. I liked Ben and Marcus. And I liked Mary Beth. I did too. So you know, you're rooting for those guys to get away, right? And I uh, like the I like the walrus guy only because he was so nice. Yeah, exactly. But he gets it in badly. A, in well, a, his wife gets it even worse. Oh yeah. But uh, no, it's definitely it was spectacular, and you know the way it ended even. I thought was was great. I didn't, I didn't even feel bad about how it ended. You know, I'm I cannot remember how it ended. You don't remember? Hit me. It was spoiler. Uh, 
Well, they've got Ben and Mary Beth are in the boat, uh-huh. and Mary Beth falls. Oh, right. Oh, and and Ben's trying to reach down. He's reaching down to get her, and she's stuck on some weed. She comes up, and it's Ben's arm. Yeah, and and uh, his severed arm being lowered Crowley. by Victor Crowley. Yeah. Victor Crowley is uh, trying to get her, and he grabs her by the back of the head, and she looks over, and Ben's laying in the boat, dying, bleeding in yeah. his own ripped off limbs, and then it ends. Happy ending. It was awesome. Happy you know what? ending. The funny thing is, is you're. It's great because you're not disappointed with how that goes, even though you like those characters. Right. You're just not disappointed that, that they'd meet their demise right there. You just know that there's not going to be a hatchet. Well, there's potentially not going to be a hatchet, too. Maybe, you know what? I guess they're very well. They made 155 be. grand. Probably not going to be a number two. Oh, that's true. So hopefully that's wrong. You know what? I thought this movie, in fact, uh, Sam and I have a little bit of a of a difference of opinion on this, but out of the three movies that we're doing, I'm giving this one a bone saw today. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not. But that's not to say that it wasn't a good show. So I don't know. Who you, who you guys going to trust? Someone who's actually seen some horror movies? Or Sam? <laughs> or the guy who knew what the ending was. Oh, damn it. <laughs> that screwed all my credibility, didn't it? <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> no, it's it's close. But uh, no, I I, uh, I thought it was a good show, but I didn't give it a, a full-on bone saw. I don't know. And I have nothing else to say about this movie except for it's a definite recommend. Mm-hmm. Go out and see it. There wasn't much story. There was a lot of action, a lot of comedy. Well, the, the mammary count on that was 31. Holy shit. Yeah, so what it is, and again, how... Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me ask you one quick... Are we about to go into the rules? Yeah. Because I, what if it's one? Is it, is it 31 pairs 31 or 31 pairs. nipples? It's 31 pairs, and you have to see a nipple. And, oh, my gosh. And it has to be, like, different scenes. So, like, let's say you're flat. There's two girls. Like, there's two girls that flash themselves, uh-huh. and they show, them, they show them frontwards, and then, like, it goes into the camera <laughs> angle, and then it goes back. That would be six. I want everybody to realize something. Sam and I are both well over past our teenage years. Yes. And so if it's relevant to us, it's okay. You know, we're not just some idiot teenage kids. Listen, we're doing a lot of research. Well, for we're do- our we're doing a great service here. That's right. So well, I just Sam is. Yeah, so listen, yeah, I take it very seriously. I rewind, I pause, <laughs> I count like six times to make sure my count is and, correct. And you gotta realize <laughs> that this is all for Paul. Yes, it is. This is for Paul. This will make him feel better. Out. I don't know if he had a chance to watch these films. Well, he'll watch the ones with the 31 on the memory 31. count. 31? Yeah. You know what? The one shocking thing is that you're not a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I never watched it. I have I all, watched the movie and I I have the all seven seasons, yeah. and I will have to let you borrow those. The blonde, the, the blonde Bayou oh, Beaver, yeah. she was a staple really? in Buffy. Yeah, so it was really weird to see that she was out there dropping her top. You know, the some time. of the funniest lines were delivered by her and her compadre some of those stuff. were really gross like, like when she was like lick me bitch yeah and i didn't like oh, that your nipples are dumb yeah and there was one funny part because uh, ben was making fun of marcus because he marcus got crabs from some chick oh, yeah. and uh, ben ben says something to, to the effect of uh, if she's itching her cr- if she's scratching her crotch that means don't go down there that's right and then it shows one of the bayou beaver scratching her crotch i didn't like that either by, yeah the one he's sitting by yeah i did not i don't yeah, know why that yeah. was just gross yeah they definitely and you know what the funny part of what funny thing about that was uh, those bayou beavers were so ticked off when they found out that shapiro was a fake <laughs> yeah fake director they're calling him a perv in fact yeah you know what the funny thing is is that's actually what i i mean i'll just jump right into yeah. what i learned yeah. from this movie yeah. that's what it is i said uh all you need is a camera and a business card, and you can get chicks to make out for you. <laughs> because Shapiro claimed to be filming for Bio Beavers, he had a camera, and two hot chicks followed him around doing topless makeout scenes. 
He dies after he gets his head ri- ripped off. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, there's not there's not many better ways to go out than right after. You, well, I guess getting your head ripped off sucks, but at least you were at least you were out at there chasing your dreams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chasing your dreams of Bayou Beeves. Oh my gosh. I have no kick in the balls for this movie. No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody got it. Um, I I loved this movie. I, I thought it, I thought it was good. Like I said, I wouldn't give it a bone saw, but I thought it was good. Okay, fair enough. Well, how about you give us your Bruce Campbell? Let's do a six degrees. I've got uh, Robert England. Uh huh. Was when was in Urban Legend with Tara Reid. Yep. Who was in American Pie with Eugene Levy? Holy crap! Who was in Serendipity with Jeremy Piven? Uh, I don't know who that is. I, yeah, you'd have to see him. <laughs> who was in Family Man with Nicolas Cage? And yeah. from here, I can go two ways. So the first way is to go Nicolas Cage to Bruce Campbell at the Ampoli. But I found that out after I did Nicolas Cage to, to Bridget Fonda in It Could Happen to You. Oh. And from Bridget Fonda to Bruce Campbell in Army of Darkness. Plus, that's six, that's six degrees exactly. Six degrees if you go through Bridget Fonda. Five if you go straight to Bruce Campbell from Nicolas Cage. I had Mercedes McNabb, which was... Uh, Harmony from Buffy. Okay. One of the Bayou Beavers. Mm-hmm. I just wanted an excuse to say Bayou Beavers again. It's the alliteration that makes That's it so right. fun to say yep, it. That's yep. it. But uh, she was in an episode of Briscoe County Jr. called the Brooklyn Dodgers. And we all know that our man BC was, was, was the uh, original Briscoe County. Whoa. Whoa, yeah. yeah. So you're working there. L- like I said, th- it's all coming together. Yeah, the show is destined is for greatness. I took a stab at it. Who else said that? Okay, let's hear it. I don't think this is the quality that, that you come up with, but uh, I'm going to give it a shot anyway. <laughs> I, You know, and the funny thing is, now that I read this, I can't even remember who said that, but it said uh, the, the line, you look like you've been molested by wolves, was in it. I, you, does that ring a bell? Trust yeah, yeah, me, yeah. it was in there. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was Robin Williams' mother. Uh, Robin Williams' father said that to Robin Williams' mother. Uh, turns out she got pregnant from that molestation, and uh, Robin Williams is half wolf because he's the hairiest dude in the world. <laughs> That's good. Did you I see like how it. I did that? I like it. I like no, it. I, it, it was a li- maybe it was a little too contrived. Yeah. Well, I, it was it was kind of like when we talk about a Monster Man stuff. That's a little bit long to get to it, but in the end, it was hilarious. For the kick in the balls for this episode goes to Sam for screwing me on that. What? <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> no, I thought it was good. Thanks, man. All right. So and then so I have what what did I learn from this movie? Probably the most important and educational thing I learned from this All movie right. was that humans can be Pez dispensers too. <laughs> oh, that was that dominated. Yeah. By the way, that oh scene gosh. was awesome. That was the best part of the whole show. Oh the yeah, that that scene was great. Is that eighty grit sandpaper is deadly? Oh yeah. yeah. Do you know actually that uh, that scene? One of the Bayou Beavers gets uh, drilled. Drilled. I was thinking I more mean, sanded. I, yeah, that's what I mean. But uh, do you know that uh, in order to uh, avoid an NC-17 rating, they had to cut that scene back? Really? Yeah, apparently it got really nasty. Well, when you, when the sandpaper came off, you can see how horrible it oh, was. It, so. there, there were some great death scenes oh, in yeah. this movie. This, like I said, Sam may not agree. You know what we ought to do on the website is put up which movies we've given bone sauce yeah, for. We need and to. I bet we can remember because oh, yeah, this is only uh, episode, episode six. six. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the last thing I learned was that Freddy got worked by Jason. Again. 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 Have you seen Freddy vs. Jason? Yep. Oh, I was going to. Yeah. I, I, I was going to throw I these. I saw that with you. Oh, thanks for the memories, Mike. Yeah. Is oh, that your best? Awesome, dude. Tell me. No. no. Okay, cool. Okay, that brings us to our final movie. Slither. Go ahead. 
All right, so Slither, let me do a little synopsis here. So in this blend of the B-movie classic The Blob from 19... 19- wait, 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 wait. Are you reading this? I, I am Are you reading this. I'm just teasing. I, I read my last one, too. Because we want to get a little more organized because I find that when I do the synopsis, I go way out right. on tangent. So I'm like, I'm reining it in. I want to just let our listeners know that we're making an effort. We are making an effort to keep it uh, somewhat civilized and, and organized. And not boring. That's right. So, in this blend of the B-movie classic The Blob from 1958 and Sumer zombies film, a meteorite collides in a small town. Grant finds it and is infected by a parasite worm which installs in his brain and causes him a creepy transformation into a monster. Starla, his wife, and Bill, a policeman, will try to stop him and the plague of worms generated by the creature. That, that's kind of the way that that synopsis goes. Here's the deal with Slither. It was probably one of the grossest movies that I have ever seen. I'll tell you what, I don't think any one scene of this movie outgrossed the roadkill scene in Monster Man, but I will say that it came pretty close a couple of times. Really? Ah, it grossed me out. Yeah, there, was some, there was some gross parts, I'm just trying to think. Here, well, yeah. let, let me, let right, me talk about this for a minute, and then it. I'll explain the grossest part of this whole show. Alright, so it, was, it came out in 2006, written and directed by James Gunn, the IMDb score gave it a 6.6. The production budget on IMDb it said it was 15.5. On the Wikipedia, it said it was 29.5. And that's, oh, geez, that's, a, huge that's a huge disparity, yeah. After its theatrical run, it only made $7.8 million. But I bet, I mean, so either way, even if it was uh, made for $15.5 million, $7.8. And, and, and this is probably only in the U.S. as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's not... I'm sure I made its money back, but especially with DVD sales, I think I think movies like this do a lot better in DVD. Well, I think that most of that budget was probably spent on making Michael Rooker look better than he does in real life. Oh my hell! When he's dressed up like the worm, oh, that dude. guy is so freaking ugly. Okay, so uh, you know, I'll take a second to talk about why <laughs> this movie was so gross to me. Michael Rooker was the main character in henry portrait of a serial killer have you seen that no because i'm a big pussy no no <laughs> exactly well I already, you didn't <laughs> anyway <laughs> great movie in that movie he scared the crap out of me and but he was in a movie called mall rats and uh, you probably haven't seen that either yeah i have oh good yeah, okay so in mall rats he's the he's the father of this of this hot chick who mm-hmm. jason lee or it wasn't jason lee but it was another one of the guys were uh, going after. Anyways, in that show, Jason Lee, a.k.a. Earl. My name is Earl, gets some uh, chocolate-covered pretzels, wipes his taint, and then puts his hands all over these pretzels, feeds them to Michael Rooker, and Michael Rooker's sick for the rest of the movie. So every time now that I see Michael Rooker, it makes me sick <laughs> because I remember Jason Lee's taint. <laughs> you know what? Taking out of context, if if you would hear me say... Because it reminds me of Jason Lee's taint. That is disturbing, that is too. Sick. But anyway, so I can't get over that. I can't get over that fact. Anyway, that, that's maybe why I thought it was a little grosser than, than you did, maybe. Yeah, could be. This movie starred Nathan Fillion as Bill Party. He was Mal on Serenity. Mm-hmm. You've seen yep. uh, Serenity yep. in the Firefly series. He was in Buffy. I think he was in season six. Or season seven. I think it was season seven. I don't remember. But uh, he had a lot of... Uh, he, he played a big bad guy on that. He's actually been in a lot of movies. Yeah, he has. I like him a lot. I do too. In fact, I think it was one of the guys from the Drunken Zombie I could uh, podcast, but I could be wrong. But they say that he's probably going to be the next uh, Bruce Campbell. Oh, really? That's a bold claim. That is a bold claim. But you know who he reminds me of? Who? Do you remember Face on the A-Team? 
Yes, I do. He reminds me of that guy. Every time I see him, I'm Wait, like, that guy. Was that Dirk Benedict? Yes. Whoa, that was my uncle. You're full of crap. I am full of crap. jeez. Oh, <laughs> that's right, but that is his name. I forgot that's what his name. But yeah, he looked, He reminds me of that guy. Every yeah. time I see him. Yes. Everything that guy's in, I really enjoy. Yeah. I, th- I think he's, he's just a fun guy to watch. I well, think. and he was hilarious in he this was movie, some of the stuff he was Totally funny in this show. Yeah, there's a lot of fun, funny stuff. And we have uh, another character, uh, Mayor Jack McCready, played by Greg Henry. This dude was funny in this show. We had Elizabeth Banks playing Starla Grant. Elizabeth Banks was the hot chick that uh, Marky Mark wanted to get on in Invincible. That's right. Uh, she was in Spider-Man as the as the newspaper company secretary. I can't. Yeah, I bet you can't guess where the six degrees is going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she was also in Forty Year Old Virgin. Uh, we oh, talked yeah. about uh, Michael Rooker. Who's? Did you know his name was Grant? Grant? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know they said that in there. You know, I did not catch that until oh, I wrote this down. Oh. But uh, he's also. Have you ever seen The Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yep. I love that show. Yep, that's a that great show. Awesome. He was in that. It's a bad guy as well. That's one match I'll never get. Ain't no mystery. Starla's raising them shanties off St. Luke, dirt poor. All she ever wanted was to be a lady. Oh, Grant, Grant, he's always been made of green. Gold digger, huh? Oh, hell, Margaret. Starla's mother left her. Daddy's a drunk. She's 17 years old. Well, Grant pulls up, big old Cadillac, house on the hill, and college tuition. What would you do? Well, hell, if you had a Johnny, you'd have married him, too. What's a Johnny? It's a country, you know, where Johnny's people come from. I know all there is to know about the crying game. I've had my share of the crying game. It's got to be in the forest. All three ranches run alongside it. I think we should get up a posse and head in there. It's 100,000 acres. Be finding a needle in a fuck stack. You know what this is? It's goddamn biological weapons. That's what it is. Government tested them on the wheels. You know why? Because I don't take no shit from nobody if they'll stay here. They want to cocky deck McCready. They can kiss my ass. If this shit is contagious, I turn into a fucking mollusk. I'm going to sue those bastards, I swear to God. Now you can sue right alongside of me. I don't care if you're a lesbo. You don't deserve this shit. Where is the Mr. Pibb? I told your secretary to pack Mr. Pibb. It's the only Coke I like. Goddamn Brenda's exploding like a water balloon. Worms driving my friends around like they're goddamn skin cars. People are spitting acid at me, turning you into kind of cheese, and that is no fucking goddamn Mr. Pibb. Jesus Christ, Jack, let me get right on it. His real face looks like a needle. But he's always got another. He goes from place to place, worlds, planets, killing them. Some he gets pregnant, others he just takes over with his worms, and the rest he eats, till they're gone. Now he's here. Have you seen these worms? These worms in their brain, you're saying they're all connected? It's like they're all one deal? An animal that doesn't procreate. It spreads, grows. Absorbing the minds and bodies of the organisms around it. It's a conscious disease. If I weren't about to shit my pants, I'd be fucking fascinated. Before we, we get into discussing this movie, I'd like to throw out a question 
to both Corey Graham and Brother D, uh, Brother uh, Brother D from the Miller Zombie and Corey Graham from the Midnight Podcast, was this a zombie movie? Because what would happen is these uh, aliens would take over beings and they basically become zombies. I don't know. That's what it said in the thing. But would you would you consider this a zombie? No, movie? I wouldn't because there's not, there's a pretty good explanation as to there's there's another force that's driving them into being the way that they are. Yeah, and they're changing. Yeah, I don't know. Zombies to me, it's it's that they're un, they're just undead people. These, but people. you know, there are two or three different kinds of zombies. Well, yeah. Well, we have the we have the when there's no more room in hell, the dead shall walk the earth kind of zombies. Dead. Oh yeah, help! That helped because I have the big Dawn of the Dead poster in my. <laughs> you should have seen how cool I was trying to yeah, be in front of Sam, but I knew that he looked up and busted oh. me. But then we have the voodoo zombie, you know, kind of like in Skeleton Key. Uh, oh, Skeleton Key! I don't remember that movie very much. What's that movie with Bill Pullman and he goes down to Haiti? Serpent in the Rainbow. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, so and there's that kind, but there's also the nuclear waste kind, like in Return of the Living Dead. Hmm. So I don't know. I mean, is there an alien took I, over I'm still a body? No. I stay. I say no too. I'm still saying. But no. you know, let's let's wait for for uh, brother. Oh, D. I thought you were asking me. Well, I am asking oh, you. Oh, okay. I I, I mean, well, let's let the experts. But answer. you got to realize that we're that uh, we're not the experts. No, you know. So. I like it. There's a, yeah. There's actually a lot of. Zombie only podcasts out there that oh, I was surprised when I was looking yesterday, just kind of going through. There, yeah. the, I guess I should have known there's enough material out there to oh yeah to it oh yeah. But I was I was surprised that they that they go that way. That's pretty cool. You know, I was going to do it, but I didn't want to compete with those guys. I don't blame you. No, I'm just teasing. Well, we can open a whole, you know, there's a whole bunch of other genres to to talk about too, and we don't. I w- I was actually going to start off an erotic horror podcast. But uh, are you, are you serious? No, I'm absolutely oh, not I serious. Say, I, I wouldn't be able to participate in that. Why? Because I'm scared of that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse Whoa. than dead movies. <laughs> wow, there. That's another thing that if you took it out of con of, uh, context, it would be a little disturbing. Yep. Nothing worse than dead movies. <laughs> All right. Getting a little bit more into the story, talk about the show. Grant goes out and find with with uh, another townie. Goes out, finds uh, an alien egg. The alien takes over, and he turns into a squid. Yeah, and uh, he infects you know all sorts of other people. How it works is there's these little uh, worm type things. What slugs? slugs. Yeah, yeah, they're gross. It was totally gross. Yeah, they're gross. He actually impregnates one woman. It's his, it's his old girlfriend's little sister. Right. It was gross because he goes in, he takes her out to this barn, apparently, sticks her full of these things, and she becomes like... Well, the, but but first of all, he meets up with her in a bar when Starla right. turns him down. Right. Oh, did you say, oh, they're meeting up in a bar? Did I say that? Yeah, I, 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 I don't said it. No, no, you said the barn, which is... Barn, like, yeah. But anyway, so this is before uh, Michael Rooker has been uh, uh, infected. He ends up... Uh, ta- he, he goes out to this bar because he's he's been... <laughs> which there's this awesome karaoke singer up there, which was awesome. <laughs> you right. got to see that. That would make me yeah. laugh. But uh, he's he's been rejected by his wife, Starla, who he took care of and, you know... So, by the way, Starla was way too hot for Rooker. Well, that's what everybody said though in yeah. the movie too. They knew it, and and man, him coming on to her was just gross. When he's like, "Come on, you know you want it," and then he I, turned her switch. Well, on. that's gross because I'm thinking that he. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he turned the light switch on the nipples. Horrible. <laughs> but uh, so so he ends up meeting this Brenda Gutierrez, I guess, which is 
Gutierrez. Gutierrez. Oh, there you go. I don't know. And uh, and so she's saying she has a crush on him and stuff like that. So they end up getting hammered and they're walking out in the forest, and they come upon this uh, this egg looking thing that has a vagina. <laughs> Again. 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 The non vagina should I, be I, having I, things yeah, having I vaginas. I don't understand that. I, I'm not looking for things that are shaped like that. I promise, but it must be top of mind. Anyways, and so then the vagina opens up, and there's this little spike thing that comes out <laughs> that reminds me of a clitoris. A dick. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, man. <laughs> I am not kidding. That's what I thought when I saw it. And then the clitoris shoots Michael Rooker in the neck. <laughs> I'm thinking, what? where is this going? You got to be kidding me. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> So, so anyways, then he gets infected, of course, right by a uh, dirty alien clitoris. clitoris. And uh, Brenda leaves him because she thinks he's dead, but then he comes back, and that's when he's got this overwhelming craving for meat. Raw, gross, roadkill, or raw steak. So then the rest of the movie is him getting away with, uh, you know, killing pets and stuff like that. But then, actually, I shouldn't say the rest of the movie because then they catch him when he comes back and he says he's got a bee sting. Right to to Starla, and he was going to attack her in the uh, in the shower, but he feels this overwhelming need to impregnate something. So instead of getting Starla, he runs out to find that Brenda. Well, because girl. Starla was too nice to him. That's because right. Starla actually he came back after being infected and uh, made sweet love to him to uh, your every woman in the world by air supply. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Which, yep. I was hoping you'd bust out and sing in that song. Yeah. Every woman in the world to me. Why well, take it back? <laughs> But I don't think he could have a story because uh, Bill, who's the the guy that we were talking about, Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion, uh, he ends up he he's like Starla his whole life, right? And so he ends up helping her out, right? Which is awesome. I mean, the rest of the movie uh, is good. Well, I didn't say helping her over the fence, dude. I just said helping <laughs> her out for the rest of the movie. Right, right. Of course. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So I'm basically the movie uh, goes on. Grant is infecting people. He's killing. The town doesn't know what to do. They're trying to stop him. I get that. There's really not much else. Well, it was kind of, you know, it was, it was interesting because the first time, I've seen this movie a few times now. The first time I was watching it, when they, they know where he's going because they figure out the pattern. Right. And so they're waiting and there's this cow all by itself in the middle of this clearing. <laughs> yeah. Like, reminded me of uh, uh, Jurassic Park. Um, but anyway, so the cow's just sitting there. So they're waiting for him to come. And all of a sudden you see Grant and he's walking. He's like, he's up and he's slithering there. I'm like. It's a weird-looking monster, you know, to be doing that type of thing. Like right. Kind of up, and his face is all weird, and yeah. he's, he ends up sucking the stuff out of the cow. Well, then when he's getting away, that's when you kind of figure out how the monster actually works, because he slithered away, which obviously is the name of the right. movie. Ooh. But he was fast, and so you're like, yeah. oh, that's how that thing works. That's, right. that's how the whole thing works like that. And it actually turns out that all these little slugs are connected to Grant. But it's actually not Grant. It's this... Alien entity who's taken over Grant's body and who has basically trying to create more of these quote unquote zombies who all meet him at his house and become part of the same entity. Yep. But uh, we find out that it's from another planet. They enter through the mouth, it goes up to the brain and whatnot. But there was one part where a girl uh, goes into her mouth and she gets like these flashes of, of this parasite's life kind of its origins and it is a parasite because it goes from planet to planet kind of eating you know i wonder if it was trying to make a, so- a comment on social state of humans i don't think so i, hope I, I really don't i don't think so <laughs> um 
you know, reminded me of the Silver Surfer movie where you get this thing coming and it's going to take over the whole, just destroy the whole earth. Uh-huh. And I had to remind myself, okay, Silver Surfer came after this movie. But it was the same type of theory where you've got this alien creature that's coming to take over the world and eat up its resources and stuff like right. that. Right. I don't think, to me, I didn't take it as something I didn't commentary. either. And, and that, that was I the first I really thought I... So. First thought I really had of it because you know it was it was funny it was lighthearted there were some really the gross mayor parts. was the funniest guy oh yeah like he had this one line that I started laughing <laughs> he said uh, if I weren't about to shit my pants I'd be effing fascinated dude by the way I wrote that same one down you did <laughs> yeah I wanted to make sure we said oh that. man that is so funny oh, he yeah. had a lot of stuff like that that was just. Like he's like, I don't know what's going on around here. I want a Dr. Pepper. It's my favorite Coke. There's people. Those little things are getting people driving around like skin cars. <laughs> just, I mean, he yeah. had so many lines yeah, he was in there. Funny. Just hilarious, that guy. I mean, it was really funny. You know, the other thing that I noticed about this movie that I was, I mean, just love the fact that the, the school mascot was a cooter. I thought that what's was, a cooter? I, I don't know. It just sounds awesome. Sounds dirty. I know. But the other thing is, is it's funny because they they try and hick this thing out like right. nobody's business. So like the bit they're counting down to the deer hunt. That's right, what the exactly. countdown in the town. Oh, is that's too. right. They have a they have a town <laughs> party. The countdown to the deer hunt. I thought that was just classic. I thought it was, it was funny. Good. Oh yeah. You know, I've got to tell you, yeah, I, I give this movie a bone saw. And anytime that someone is going to get cut in half vertically. Yes. Anytime that happens in a movie, that is A plus. Not me. to mention gut spillage. Oh, from that. I mean, it was it was violent. It, you know, this guy's looking around like, what the heck? And then I think his eyes actually separated into different, like they kind of looked out from each other, and then he just <laughs> split in half, and everything fell out. I thought that was I thought that was awesome. But you know, I just I, to me, I thought the story was good. I thought it resolved itself. It was hilarious. Oh yeah, I found myself laughing the whole time. You know, I and I so wrote I down a lot of funny things that they said during the. Movie, but I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it because I'll screw it up. I know, you know that's how going I going over I, all the lines. You know, but but I I really like this movie. You know I am so close to giving it a bone saw. If you, if I have any recommendations on it, I would say listen to the mayor. Every single thing oh, that yeah. he says is absolutely hilarious. I agree with you the whole time. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I give it a bone saw. Let's see. We got uh, six degrees to do on this, and I'll go first. I have Michael Rooker was in Jumper with Hayden Christensen. Oh. Who was in The Virgin Suicides with James Woods. Oh. Who was in Casino with Robert De Niro. Okay. Who was in Hide and Seek with Dakota Fanning. Whoa. Who was in War of the Worlds with Tim Robbins. Who was in The Hudsucker Proxy with Bruce Campbell. Holy six. crap. Six. I have Elizabeth Banks was in Spider-Man with Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it pretty easy. Well, I That's didn't. I didn't actually get it. That was a pretty interesting uh, way to get there. Yeah, that was. It's, uh, you have to get creative. And then I also I have, what did, what did I learn from this movie? Okay. Um, rednecks really do fish with grenades. <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they do it even without trying to set up a story plot line. <laughs> okay. I hear. <laughs> and then I've got the F word can be used as a noun, a verb, a pronoun, an adjective, uh, and an adverb. Pretty much wow. in any, any form that you want it to. I've never heard someone say find a needle in an F stack. I <laughs> I have not either. I, but you know what? I, I use that now on a daily basis. So <laughs> it's freaking awesome. And then the last thing I learned was that air supply is creepy as hell. Yo, every woman in the. All right, sorry. I'm cutting that out for sure. So those are things I learned. All right. So what do you think about horror comedy? I think it's great. Thing and you is, know what? I think we could do a whole other show. Oh, on. yeah. We ought to do, you know, I don't. If and that's the thing. We could, choose, the we could choose three more movies. Oh, yeah. 
and do them another. We could we could have a podcast only on horror comedies. Yep. I yeah, I freaking loved the, these movies. Yeah. All three of them. You know, I'm I'm so close to giving Slither a bone saw. I don't know how you can't. Right now, I'm feeling really good about it. Mm-hmm. When I watched it, I didn't feel as good about it. But that having been said, Monster Man, I really liked it when I watched it. We talk about it now, and all I can remember is how annoying it was. Yeah, see, and so I didn't give that a bone saw. And then Hatchet, maybe just a little. Oh, yeah. It was a little on the Cloverfield side for me. What? Well, just by. What do you mean? Cl- all what? right, let's go into it just a little bit. Okay. So I just kind of felt like it was one of those newer teenage slasher movies. It was. It was exactly. I mean, the kids were probably in their low 20s. So I mean they're they're still I just, pretty I kinda, young. I kind of got that from but like let's everybody put it this getting way. together and but here, going out on it. But okay, so there was only one potentially annoying part in Hatchet where he was just crying about his ex girlfriend. You know, which he, I don't think it came up too much. But the thing I didn't like about Cloverfield is they spent a freaking half an hour with nothing going on except for that. No, I agree. I'm just saying as far as like what we hated about Cloverfield, yeah. the way they set it up and you, you hated the characters. Now, I guess, you know, looking back on it, I didn't hate all the characters, but I just kind of felt it went down that road a little bit. I got that tone from it, and so uh-huh. that's the only reason why I wouldn't give it a bonus. Wow, okay. Is because I feel like it kind of fell into that same, a little bit down that road. So what you're saying is we agree to... Have you be wrong? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just and you know what the thing is? Is you know you may get a whole bunch of people on here that say that 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 they would absolutely. To be honest with you, I bet you all have more people saying that they'll give Sliver a bone saw. Slither. Did I say Sliver again? Yeah, dude. I have. What's her name on my mind? Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Wow. Wow. Here, let me just. Oh, by the way, I'll tell you well, why. Let though. me just do this. Oh. I'm, I'm cro- uncrossing my legs and then I'm crossing that. Does that help? Did you? Uh, Sam has the best fur burger I've ever seen. <laughs> You know what? I actually just watched. Did you uh, just check out my ball throw? <laughs> wow! Yeehaw. Wow! We have lost all oh, semblance of control. We need Paul back. He's like our he's like our guy that brings it back to like PG thirteen. <laughs> Maybe. Wow! <laughs> that was very bad. That was creepy. Oh, oh anyway, I saw Total Recall the other day. I'm thinking that's why I'm on to Sharon Stone. <laughs> okay, well uh, that's it for horror comedy. Anything else? I don't think so. Do we have we don't have any news or anything like that? Well, here's the deal. We may have Jeff send in something and if so we'll play it here. Kay. If not then We have uh, a death scene we're playing here. Dennis. What? The table door's not shut. I locked it. Well it's open now. I could have sworn that I bolted it.
Who's there? I wanted to talk about a couple things just uh, in closing. First of all, there, there's something called Podcast Alley. Uh, we have a link to it on our site. How it works is you can go there and you can vote for certain podcasts or, or just a vote for your favorite podcast or whatever. And uh, the higher, the more votes a podcast gets, the more visible it becomes on that site. Mm. And I and I've kind of I haven't really thought about how big a deal it was, but after talking to a few guys at different podcasts, they tell me that that's that we need to focus more on on that. Oh, really? So, yeah, if you could go onto our site, click the link to Podcast Alley. It's up on the left-hand side of uh, 
cadaverlab.com and give us a vote. That would be great. We, mm. I mean, I, I kind of hate to uh, beg for votes and whatnot, but you know, the more people that uh, we can have listen and contribute, I think the more fun that it will be for everybody. Oh, absolutely. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think so. You know, I we really appreciate the people that have called in. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the response has been overwhelming yeah. as far as people saying we love the show, we like yeah. what you guys are doing. Which is shocking to me sometimes. It, it is It is me, too. Because sometimes you know, I think, is, man, it's just maybe this is only funny to me and Sam. And yeah. Paul like and today, Jeff. it's just me and you. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I'm thinking back on I'm like, I don't know if we were funny or not, but <laughs> I sure had a fun time. Well, because we've been doing this shit since we were That's the thing. kids. We'll turn the microphones off and we'll just make each other laugh anyways. I mean, my Mike's going to tickle me or something. You know, <laughs> Tickles Ferber. <laughs> so, this is a little too intimate, I think, of a situation. Like I said, Paul's, Paul's not here <laughs> to save us from ourselves. Right. So, But, uh, no, I, I think it's good. Please uh, keep it up. We definitely enjoy the input, and we'll just we'll keep going as long as people are going to listen. Yeah, exactly. I'm having a great time. Yeah, I don't think we can run out of stuff to talk about. No way. I, I like to point out the funny stuff in movies. Maybe some of the things that bug us a little bit, but but please don't misunderstand that. As I, I do appreciate the genre, and I really like the movies. Yeah, well said. Yes, well thank stated. You. Thank you. So let's just finish it off. Just want to urge everybody to go out and visit cadaverlab.com. I try to put a bunch of news and, and things happening out on the front page there. You know, I try to do as much as I can, but get on the forums. Uh, there's a link there. Pop open a new window, have some forms. Let's get some uh, action going and, there. And don't treat us like a dirty little secret. Tell everybody you know about it. Exactly. And, uh, you know, <laughs> get get the word out there. Yeah, exactly. That would be awesome. Uh, email us at feedback at cadaverlab.com. Or there, if you go to cadaverlab.com, click on the Contact Us button. And uh, we really appreciate it. It really gives us kind of a buzz, you know. It makes us feel good about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I guess I'm begging for feedback again. Am I pathetic or <laughs> no, what? <laughs> I think it's good because if you don't ask, you don't get. Okay. Uh, hey, can I see your fur burger? <laughs> Zip. You know what? That's it. I am not you asking got for to quit doing <laughs> that. With, wow. I, what is up with today's episode? I don't know. We sure. I think it was the egg that looked like a vagina. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and record an apology at the beginning of this one. No, I'm not. But just make it explicit. <laughs> Bring have the explicit thing come up on the side of the podcast. Yeah, maybe I should. Well, it's not we. We didn't drop any f bombs. I don't think. No, we did not. But we most uh, definitely didn't. But uh, oh, Actually, and yes, we did. What? I think I said vagina once. <laughs> I said fur burger. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, we're screwed. Just hit the explicit. Oh, hit the explicit. Call us voicemail. Uh, we promise not to make fun of you if you call in like Listen, Sam. Listen, I didn't make fun of that guy. I was just saying he needs to give himself more credit. He didn't. He is not. He sounded a lot tougher than, yeah. Well, than us. Well, yeah. That's for sure. Absolutely. You know what? The thing is he's opening up to us. He hates us now. Yeah, he does. Do you I hate listen, us? I apologize up and down. <laughs> Douchebag, <Sorry>. Sam. Sorry. <laughs> well, call, give us a voicemail, area code 206-339-2730. We will, you know, we'll play it, and uh, we promise not to make fun of you. We promise. I don't promise, but because <laughs> if, you, if you do something that's funny, then we're going to we're gonna. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm sure that there, everyone out there is making fun of us, too. Oh, so, I mean, it's not like, <laughs> anyway, just kidding. All right, is that it? Uh, yeah. Oh, shout out to to my brother John. Make sure you clear your history on your internet browser before your wife comes home. <laughs> All right. Oh, by the way, John has actually gotten two of our death scenes. Yeah. So. I, I asked him how he's doing it. He says it's legit. Probably how he's doing it is googling lines of the movie that are in there. 
and but I don't want to give it away <laughs> of how to get it. Bet you that works. Hmm. Either way, if you get it in quick, then uh, you win. We'll give you yep, a wonderful absolutely. prize package, and uh, hopefully win. Uh, we've sent out a couple of prize packages. Hopefully, and I've seen the package, and it is awesome. <laughs> Send us some feedback. Tell us what you think about those, uh, Nick and Graham. Let us know if you like that, or if it was totally lame, and if you hate our guts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one other thing, uh, we did have somebody win our trivia. Which three. one? Uh, you, the one you made, the really? Cadaver Lab Primer Three. Sweet man. So I need to I need to come up with another. I was going to send you one over. Well, the here's the deal, too. It was um, it was somebody from our forums, and I was actually did I mention this in the beginning of the show while we were doing all that? I don't think so. Oh, nuts! All right, so Doctor Smirnoff, he is he gets the MVP. For listening to the Cadaver Lab because he's on the uh, message boards. He's sending us feedback. He actually gave us a lot of good ideas. He also he, he got the 10 out of 10 on the Cadaver Lab Primer 3. So and, and he was on the board saying, oh, that was so easy. And oh, I was talking like, smack, but, So I sent him a challenge. Oh, really? I said, okay, uh, send us a, a trivia quiz. I said, send it in. Uh, he said, yeah, he'd, he'd be sending him probably tomorrow, so it won't oh, cool, make this one. But what he's going to do is he said that he's going to send it in. I told him not to give us the answers to, uh, you know, so we can actually do it live on the show. Well, awesome. kind of live. I mean, we're recording this. but We'll record it, but then we can take our shots. Exactly. Okay, I like that. Uh, but anybody out there who wants to send one in, great, do it. Uh, if you want to send one in for the site, we will give you credit for it. And if you're going to send one in for the site, uh, send us 10 questions, 4 possible answers, uh, obviously, only one correct answer. It has to be horror-related or some kind of theme within the horror genre. But other than that, it um, you know it's a free-for-all. Yeah, if if you want us to t- to take a shot at it on the show, let's do it. Yeah, you know we we will uh, be honest and we will not prepare for it. We will take it and we will go for it. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's a good idea, my bromosexual. <laughs> wow. Well, plus, since since Sam's never seen any freaking movies, then I'm going to have to be the one to do Well, it. make some recommendations for me. I, I, I literally am going out there and trying to. I asked Mike already, hey, what are some of your favorites from, from back in the day? Tend to, I'm, I'm liking some of the ones that are a little bit older. They don't have to be, I don't want them really old, but. You know, if are you kidding? Some, some of the best movies are the old Universal Horror Flicks. Like Dracula, Frankenstein. Well, those are okay. Oh, I like, love those. It came from the the swamp. It's you know, I'm talking like 1930s and 40s crap. Oh, that's, that's 1930s. And are 40s. you serious? I'm dead serious. Really? And those are that good? Yeah. All right, I take it back. Just whatever your favorite movies are. Let me see them. I I even I think this is a first for the Cadaver Lab podcast that we're going to give two kicks in the balls to one person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The same well, let's see. Yep. Oh, so again, we appreciate you guys listening, and we will see you later. Hey Mike, it's Paul. Hey, sorry for the late notice since you're already recording, but I'm not going to make it in tonight. I just got this cold that is kicking my ass. Um, you know the girl in Slither who's locked in the barn and she's like, um, I don't feel very good. That's how my sinuses are right now. They're like bloated as big as her ass was and it's about to explode with a million slimy slugs flying out of it. Anyway, so I hope you guys have fun. Movies are great and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing how this episode turns out and, and we'll catch you on the next one. Tell all the listeners what's up and 
talk to you later, man. Bye.